Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to our 3 p.m. service. Pastor Francis here. We're starting a new series entitled Perspective. What is perspective? Perspective is our attitude towards something. It's our point of view that we can actually receive the same information but look at it in a different lens. Perspective. As we enter this extended quarantine, as uh, now the government has imposed uh, a May 15 uh, new deadline or a new date, my question is, what is your perspective? How do you see it? Maybe your answer would be based on your economical status, uh, demographics or where you live, the condition of your family and health. We all have different perspectives. But I believe today as we start the series, on perspective, my prayer is that we will see a different kind of perspective, that this is the perspective based on who God is, the perspective of our faith. You know, we can actually respond two ways in every situation, and that is through fear or faith. What do we choose whenever we, go, we get information, regardless if it's a good information or a bad information? Do we respond in fear or do we respond in faith? Perspective. As people of God, we are called to know who He is more and more so that we can live the right perspective. I found this quote in the internet and it says, Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. And so it's the way we look at things. What is our attitude as we face the life of crisis or in times of crisis? And this is my question that I want to answer today as we get into the Word. How do you see God today? How do you see God in this situation of our lives? How do you see God in terms of your provision, in terms of your health and your protection? We are going to go through one psalm for the next three weeks. And this is one of my favorite psalms, Psalms 23. Uh, it's a psalm written by David. And as you prepare for the Word, please get your Bibles with you. If you have a mobile Bible, that's good. We're reading from the ESV uh, version. And so this is what we'll do today. This might be different from how we do our online services. I want you guys to declare it and to read it aloud as I read Psalm 23 because there is power in declaration. So if you're ready, if you have your Bibles with you, now if this is your first time to encounter this psalm, you can read with us as we show the psalm right now. Psalm 23, a psalm of David. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, thank you that you allow us to uh, declare your word today. Lord, allow your word to speak to us in a very personal way. Lord, give us that right perspective, that godly perspective, that biblical perspective on how we should face the situation that we are in. 
Lord, you are the God who can speak to us in a very personal way. Lord, I may be preaching uh, at one text, but it can minister to every situation that my brothers and sisters are going through today. And so, Lord, do your work in and through us. Thank you, God, that you will anoint your word today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We are only going through one passage of Scripture today, which is Psalms 23, verse 1. Very rich psalm, very rich text that we can actually have three weeks on Psalm 23. And so we are focusing on the first verse, and it says, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord. It begins with that statement, the Lord. We know who David was talking about. It is the God that we serve. The God that he is declaring during that time is the God that we cry out to and pray to even until today, the Lord. When we go through the name of God in the, in the Bible, especially when we uh, study this text, we will understand that the Lord that is used here from the Hebrew word comes from the word Yahweh. Y-H-W-H. Now we spell it as this way, as how I show it in the screen. Yahweh, who is, who was, and who is to come. This is the God of the past, the present, and the future. The all-powerful God, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords, the creator of heaven and earth, the sovereign God. And this is the God that David was talking about. When we hear this word Yahweh, we can actually say it. And we can worship the Lord. But I actually experienced this word in a very personal way. How? There was a time that I was preaching in our 5 and 7 in Victory Green Hills. And I didn't know that there was one who attended, first time to attend a, a Christian church and first time to hear the word. He was actually a Jew. And so after the service, he approached me. He was a foreigner. And he spoke to me and encouraged me that he got ministered by the word. And then all of a sudden he said, but pastor, can I just share something? Because you actually pronounce this word wrongly. The right pronunciation is, uh, I need to, I need paper and pen to type it so that you can read it. So I, I do, I couldn't get that, um, what he was saying at first. Parang ako, if you're gonna explain, di sabihin mo na lang, di ba? So I, I asked him, what do you mean? Uh, sabi niya, you showed a name of God a while ago. And you pronounce it wrongly. So how do I pronounce it? And that was my question. So I said, can I just borrow your phone so that I will uh, write how it's properly pronounced? So I obliged. I gave him my phone. And as soon as he typed it, he said, this is how you pronounce it. No? Ganito. Ganito mo sabihin. Nagtagalog, no? And so I go, um, it says Yahweh. No, no, it's not that way. And he said, uh, I said, how do you say it? Sabi niya, we're not allowed to speak of this thing. We're not allowed to utter it. We're not allowed to utter it in public. We can just read it. And so I realized uh, the Jewish culture until today, in reverence to this name, they choose not to say it. That's their perspective of this kind of God, that this name can't be uh, reached out to or can't, you can't just say it or utter it uh, any way you want. How do we see God today in our lives? Is it just like that person who, is it that he's so holy, he's so up there that you can run to him? We can actually have a perspective of God today that yes, he's all powerful in that, 
But at the same time, we see Him as an angry God in this situation of our lives. He is angry and is bringing judgment. We can see Him as a God who is disappointed. And that's why we hear comments like this from friends. And until today, pagka-invite mo, oh, um, ano ka naman? Uh, watch ka naman ng, ng service or join the service, attend the service. And comments like, ay, baka masunog ako pagka napakinggan ko yung preaching, baka matunaw ako. Because this is their perspective of who God is. A God who is so powerful and that's true, but someone that they can approach and they can uh, go to in times of trouble. Some would say, maybe I deserve this because I've been doing this kind of life and that's why I'm having a hard time during this crisis. This is the perspective of how they see God, how they see Yahweh. But David, as the author of this psalm, actually gives us a different perspective, a different picture of who God is, of who Yahweh is. And it says here, in our main verse, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. You know, as a king, when he wrote this, this is the uh, most probable um, time that he wrote it, that he was already a king because of the description of the psalm, that he was talking about enemies, he was talking about the valley of the shadow of death. And so we know that he was already a king when he wrote this. And so I was thinking, why did he say the Lord is my king? The Lord is my Lord. The Lord is the one who calls the shots. He chooses to describe Yahweh, the all-powerful God, as a shepherd. Number one, we know that David used to be a shepherd. Before he defeated Goliath, he was actually tending the sheep. He knew what a shepherd really is. A shepherd. Why did David call him a shepherd? Why is he saying that the Lord is a shepherd? You know, a shepherd's main job is to feed the sheep. When we say that the shepherd would tend the sheep, not only do he, does he make sure that, he, that they are protected, that they are safe, wala mangyari sa kanila, he also makes sure that they are well fed and that they are healthy. And so what do shepherds do during those times with less technology and less, uh, less properties of um, studying grass? What they would do is that they would travel uh, in a far, far place to check the best type of grass and make sure that they are near a water source for the sheep. He would actually go and make sure that they would be fed on the right time. I've heard this study that uh, when you put sheep and don't uh, give them space, they would actually uh, eat from the allocation of the others. And so what do the shepherds do? They actually make sure that they are they have their own space, they have their own section of grass, and make sure that they bring them from place to place to be fed and to be healthy. What else? Not only that, this is the things that we know that the shepherd do, but when you study really what the shepherd's way is, you'd be amazed that every uh, sheep or the, the lamb, the baby ones, they would actually name them. Pinapangalanan pala ng shepherd yan. Kinakausap yan every day, every night. Pagka baby pa, they would talk to him, they would declare sa him, alam mo, sheep, ano ka, magiging balbun ka, mabait ka. Then declare niya, kinakausap niya yan, papangalanan niya, sabihin niya, alam mo, uh, you will be named uh, Matthew. Yan, kasi magaling ka mag-tiktok. Ikaw, ikaw si Alvin, uh, ikaw si Jason, Korea, kasi maraming Jason dito. Pinapangalanan niya yung mga sheep na yan. It, it, the shepherd would actually talk to it. And the reason why he does this is not only because he cares for the sheep, is that for the sheep to know 
the shepherd's voice. Uh, I've seen some YouTube videos where uh, people would try to mimic the voice of the shepherd when he would actually call everyone home. He would say uh, a word and they would actually look and respond. And so the people would try to mimic the voice. They would modulate. They would try uh, to make sure it's the same voice. But in the end, they would not respond. But as soon as the shepherd says something, they would actually look and follow. You know, the shepherd, the way of the shepherd is living with them. He would actually be remotely staying with them, walking with them, and speaking to them in a very personal way. You know, the first thing that I learned from this psalm that I want to share with you is this, that David was saying, the Lord is my shepherd, was a picture that the Lord that we have is a very personal God. He is a God who knows the things that are going through. He's a God who is very personal. That's why David said, my shepherd. Imagine this today. All of us know President Duterte. All of us know uh, Trump. All of us know very popular people, but very seldom really know who they are in a personal level. Very seldom that people know uh, what makes them happy or how they uh, move or how they operate. And what is the difference of people who know these people and us who know them from afar? It's that personal encounter with them. And the Lord, the all-powerful God that we have, is a very personal God. He knows everything about us. You know, the Philippines knows what you need today. And that's why they're trying to make sure that the health facility is ready, trying to make sure that we have allocation for food. But in the end, those are the things that they know for general. But only the God that we have knows what we truly need. That it's more than uh, food for our physical health, but it's food for our mental and spiritual health. He knows every cry of our hearts. He actually knows the things that whenever we grow, we hear that, Lord, Alam na niya ano man The God that we have knows us by name. He actually knows everything that is going through us today. He even knows uh, the things that we don't know. This is the God that we have, a very personal God. You know, Jesus also defined himself as a shepherd because this is who he really is. In one of the I am's in the book of John, he says that he is the good shepherd. Let me read that. It says in John chapter 10, verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. He knows his sheep and his sheep know him. Jesus knows everything that is going through you today, the things that you might uh, need, the things that is going on in your life, that heartache, that uh, mourning for people who close to you have passed. He knows every tear, every sadness, every joy. He's a God who is with us and He's a God who is very personal to us. The question is, do we know the voice of God? Do we consider us as sheep who follow the shepherd? You know, David says, the Lord is my shepherd, that He's willing to follow Him because he knows the voice of God. You know, God wants to speak to us today. He's been speaking to us. The question is, do we hear His voice? As we continue, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not 
want. What do I want in my life today? When I was studying this text, I realized I want that security, that I will have enough food until May 15, even though I don't go out, that peace, that I will not get infected, my wife, my family will not get infected by this virus, including me, that I'll be healthy. This is the cry of my heart, okay, Lord. So I go, Lord, ito yung mga, the things that I want. You know, this quarantine time makes all of us realize that the things that we want today is different from the things that we want uh, two months ago. Because of COVID, because of this quarantine, because of this global crisis, I believe that all of us have changed the things that we want. Nag-iba. We know what is important. We know now what we need. We know um, what we have to value, what we need to treasure. You know, the things that we might uh, want in life change depending on your situation, depending on the time, the season. But there's one thing that remains. The provider is the same. Whatever we want today, the Bible says we can have everything that we want through Jesus, through the God that we worship. He is the Lord and our shepherd. Uh, I actually went through this research on the different kinds of versions, uh, Bible versions in Psalms 23 verse 1. And I want to share with you a picture of how God is very personal and how God thinks about our provision. Uh, in the NIV version, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack, or I will not lack nothing. The message version says, I don't need a thing. The NLT version says, I have all that I need. And I like the last version that I'm going to share. It's from the easy-to-read version. It says, I will always have everything I need. That the God that we have is not only the God of today, Yahweh. He's a God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Whatever we needed in the past, He was there to give it to us. Whatever we need today, I declare that He will supply all your needs today. And that whatever we need tomorrow, He will be there to provide for all of us. The God that we have is a God who provides. My question for each and every one today is this. Who is this person who is providing for you today if it's not God? How do you answer this blank that we're showing to you today? Blank is my shepherd I shall not want. You know, sometimes we fill in that blank with a bank account. The bank account is my shepherd. It leads me. And I shall not want for as long as may laman. Fortunately, even today, we can even access some of the accounts. Or sometimes, or some of us are actually depleting that account. What else? It might be our career. Okay lang, may trabaho ako. This is my shepherd. This is the way. This is the one leading me to greener pastures. And, but there's that fear of not knowing, do I still have work tomorrow? Will my condition change? Will my perspective change on the things I want? Is it still there tomorrow? It might be our parents who are actually helping us and providing for us. It's good that we get help, but are they our real provider? Are they the ones shepherding us? Are they the ones who are making us declare that okay lang tayo for as long as they are there? Is it ourselves? Do we put our name there as our shepherds and the one who leads us 
to make us not one. You know, the examples I've given to you today, that may be our career, our family, our bank account, our even ourselves, we know this, it's all fleeting, can actually disappear, can actually uh, run out. But the God that we have is a God who will stay until the end. And that the promise is He will provide for everything that we need. The Lord is our provider. Let me repeat that. Our God is our provider. Yahweh Jireh means the Lord will see it through. He will make sure. He will make a way. The Lord is my provider. Declare that right now, brothers and sisters. Ito po ang Panginoon na we know worship natin. He is a provider. I'm going to share with you a story of one of our Victory Group leaders who uh, went through uh, this crisis in a very uh, personal way because um, her mom actually got infected by this uh, COVID-19. It was very early, uh, even before the quarantine. And so a lot of people didn't know how to handle this. And so as a daughter um, who also has her own family, she has also kids and a husband, uh, she was so consumed about emotionally, physically, about how to go about yung the situation in the hospital. Kasi nga, bawal naman siyang magstay there. He can't stay. She's doing it remotely. She doesn't know if uh, the mom being taken care of. We don't know the uh, success rates yet in the Philippines. She was so worried. And she was saying this to us because she wanted to share uh, how God has provided for her. Because because of too much worries, because of too much um, being consumed by the mom, in this situation, I'm sure, kahit po tayo, we will also forget the other things that we need to take care of. And so because of that, because they are uh, direct, co- they had a direct contact with her mom, they also had to be quarantined. They also had to be uh, monitored. And so they were not allowed to leave the house. But before being locked in, you have to understand, she was consumed by the concerns in the hospital. And so when she got locked in, this is what she realized. She did not prepare for the quarantine. But because God is our provider, the cry of her heart was, Lord, heal my mom. You know what? This is, our, this is her testimony that food just came in from friends, began to bless them. Uh, I remember the husband was telling me it's the first time they actually received one sack of rice. Kasi they only, they only buy a few, no? Parang ngayon, ganun pala daw yun. And provisions just came in. Uh, people wanted to continue to bless them, to support them with food. People, they haven't talked that much. People, and this is how God provides for us through His people. You know, when God says He is our provider, it's for the things that we think of and ask from Him, but it's also the things that we don't even uh, remember asking. This is how much our God loves us. This is who our God is. The Yahweh, the Lord that we have, is our shepherd. He is concerned about our provision. And so I want to share this, that this is the truth that we have, that the truth that we live in is this, that we have a generous God. Alam si Lord, hindi lang siya magbibigay ng something na sapat lang. He's a God who is generous. He's a God who wants the best for us. He's the God who not only delights in the things that we delight in, He actually wants to bless us. Bakit? Anak kayo ni Lord? Gusto niya kayong ma-bless. 
um, I realized na kami ni Pam before we got in uh, or after sorry siguro probably mga two a month in we we actually began to realize a lot of things that God has provided us with you have to understand wala po kasi kaming internet uh, sa house for the past since we moved in this place uh, and we've been here for more than five years and so we've been only dependent in our phones I have my data allocation she has hers for as long as we don't go over that okay na kami uh, we don't we want to spend more time together na hindi ganun kasi kami ka sweet no walang internet internet walang ganun but uh, early this year or January we've, we've been actually praying to God uh, about this we know it's additional expense but I believe God uh, allowed us now to uh, have our own internet connection. So we got a good deal, and it was a blessing to us. And what else? For some reason, we uh, somebody gave us a tripod uh, for the phone for me to shoot this video. Um, a, a year back, somebody gave us this, uh, they call it a phone soap. My mom gave us this phone soap. Ano po yung phone soap? It's a UV light where you put in stuff, the phone, the keys, whatever, so that it, it can disinfect. And this is what we realized, no? God actually prepared us for this quarantine. He equipped us with the things that we need, the internet that we need, the, the, th- the way to disinfect the things that we need, the tripod to shoot this video, the light that we need. The God that we have is generous. And the God that we have knows what we need even before we say it or we ask of it. I hope you have that kind of picture or perspective of the God that we have. Sobrang mahal na mahal kayo that He is willing to give us the things um, that we haven't even asked for. Ganito po tayo God. And so ito po yung question ko, no? If the God that we have is very generous, if the God that we have is all-powerful, all-knowing, alam nyo ba si Lord, He's not bound by time. We can go to Him anytime. He's not bound by quota. Hindi siya, ay, anak, nahingi na ng mga kapatid mo. Next year ka na. Hindi siya ganun. Hindi rin siya Lord na nasa mood. Punta ba ako kay Lord today? Baka may init ulo niya. Next week na lang. You know, the God that we have is so generous, is so loving. He is the kind of shepherd that would actually go the extra mile to just give us what we need. If the God that we have is this, why can't we go to Him and ask for provision? Why don't we allow God to shepherd us in our lives? Why don't we allow God to be the provider of our lives today? The God that we have wants the best for us. The God that we have wants to provide for us. Allow Him to be the shepherd of your life today. This is a picture of who Jesus is and the life that He wants for us. In John chapter 10, verse 10, this is one of my favorite verses. It says, The thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. We hear this, and I think this might be a reality for you today. The enemy is trying to steal that joy that we have because of this time. The enemy is trying to kill the dreams that you have. It feels like the, the end of our world. He's trying to deceive us. But the reality is this, that the coming of Jesus has given us the next part of the verse. It says, I came that they may have life. Ang gusto ni Lord, magkaroon tayo ng buhay, even today. And not just any kind of life, the Bible says, and have it abundantly. Excited ako for you. Because the God that we have wants a life that is full and abundant. We have to see God for who He is really. 
a one that God that wants to shepherd you, the God that wants to lead you, to protect you, to provide for you. And by doing so, He will actually want us to have that kind of abundant life. Are you willing that Jesus be the shepherd of your life today? This is the God that we have and the God that we worship. I'm going to end with this. The Lord is our shepherd. Let's make that more personal. Can you declare it where you are today? Say it with me. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus is my shepherd. This is our declaration today. Before I pray, how do we apply this word today? Two things that we can do right after the service, right after we pray. I want you to do two things. Go to your room, seek God, and ask Him this question. Lord, are you the shepherd of my life? Lord, I know that you are all-powerful, that you can do miracles until today. You intervene in our situation. You provide. The question that you want to ask God is, are you the shepherd of my life? And if your personal answer is no, I believe this is a time for us to go back to God and say, Lord, I repent. Lord, I want you to lead my life. I want you to be the shepherd. Lord, I can't shepherd my own life. The more I do it, the more I break it. The more I try to lead my life, the more that I cannot make it work. And it's a time for us to go back to God and say, Lord, lead me. Be the shepherd of my life. Church, it's a time for us to pray. And I pray that as you are home right now, just close your eyes and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you today. Lord, thank you that as you have spoken to us, Lord, allow us to see you. Yes, as that God who is all-powerful, but also that God who is very personal, who loves us, who knows where we are today. Lord, thank you that my brothers and sisters will feel your presence in their situation. Panginoon, salamat na you can be a shepherd in our lives, that you will shepherd our lives. Lord, thank you that you will be our provider. Lord, the lack that we have, you complete. Lord, thank you that we will not find completion in other things. We will find completion in you. Lead us. Guide us, Lord God. Lord, thank you that just like that picture that you've given us of talking to the sheep, Lord, that you will talk to us. Salamat, Panginoon. Salamat sa oras na to. Lord, we love you. We praise you today. We honor you today with our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. God bless you all. I hope to see you guys next week.